Hi, Rats. Before we start this show, we wanted to acknowledge the death of 90 Day Fiancé star Jason Hitch. This episode was recorded prior to his passing. Jason Hitch died September 14, 2021, of COVID-19 complications. He was 45 years old and unvaccinated. His death was preventable. Before he passed, he spent his time peddling anti-vaccination misinformation on social media, potentially dissuading others from receiving legitimate and life-changing medical care. He believed politicians who lied straight to his face and conspiracy theorists shrouded in anonymity on the internet. He disregarded science, facts, and 800,000 dead Americans. Jason Hitch didn't need to die. 800,000 Americans did not need to die. What is a devastating and brutal disease was twisted for political points, hoping that enough of the other guys would die in order to implement sweeping reform that would destroy the autonomy of anyone considered other. It is conservative family values disguised, its true face misogyny and racism. We have a choice. We can choose to re-examine our beliefs, especially in the face of overwhelming science and mass casualties. And in doing so, we are choosing to protect ourselves and those around us. If Jason Hitch could have looked inward and chosen to re-examine his beliefs with an open heart and intellectual curiosity, he might still be alive. Instead, he leaves behind his father, his siblings, his life. Jason Hitch will never get another chance to change his mind. You do. If you're unvaccinated and you've been waffling on getting your shot, trash rats beg you to please do so. Real trash rats belong in the sewers, not the grave. I guess on that note, I guess we should welcome everybody. Oh, are we doing it? Yes, we're recording. This is, oh. Hello. We're already recording. I knew that, but I didn't know we were starting. I need to get both of you on the same page as me. (laughs) Good luck. You both need to read my mind and understand exactly where we're headed at all times. It's too scary. I do not want to have to read your minds. That sounds bad. It's just a lot of, like, music. (laughs) It's just a lot of, like, repetitious. Really, my brain's just much. constant anxiety. Oh, mine is just like music all the time, and just like the same snippet. Just interesting. That's fun. So, Rachel, I want to bring something up to you right now because on the last time we recorded, uh, you had some really harsh words to say about hot air balloon rides. <laughs> what? No, I would never. I you love were very rude about it. Hot air balloons. And then I need you to know that since then I have been on a hot air balloon and Chris treated me and surprised me to a hot air balloon so he took my note and was it everything you hoped and dreamed well yes (laughs) (laughs) but no because we also had to help set it up and tear it down what and like I don't know if you know this but parachutes like parachute material when it's that big is really heavy I yeah how, so, how big is a hot air balloon? I mean, I've never been next, like, a store, three stories? Bigger than that. Mm. It is, like, I don't even know. I think it's, like, the size of a medium-sized building, office building. 
No. Yes. No. Yes, it is. She's exaggerating. No, because you know why? <laughs> I had to stand off to the side and watch this giant wall of parachute fabric come flying at me as this thing's trying to deflate. And it was definitely like, I want to say five stories. Minimum five stories tall. All right. All right. What? I'm, what? Okay. So I went ballooning. I'm very cool. Everyone should be very proud of me. I am... So proud and envious. What have you What have you been up to? Well, um, you know, not much. Uh, I just um, changed jobs after three years and bought a house. So you know. So not much. No yeah, no, no big life changes over here. No. Just easiest stuff possible. Exactly. No, no massive anxiety or um, sleepless nights, insomnia. Uh, all good. It's been great. Well, if you just stop caring about things, (laughs) if only, you won't, you'll have better nights. I will say all good changes, uh, but even when change is good, it can still be really hard. And that was a fun lesson to learn. And here we are. But I made it through, I'm on the other side, and I would say that things are pretty good. That's nice. And your cat's vomiting everywhere. Cat is vomiting all over the place, as always. I've taken him to the vet. He's fine. He's got to check up in another week or so. Uh, he just really likes to puke on the carpet. He has an eating disorder. Yeah. He's, he's an anorexic bulimic. cat. <laughs> Bulimia. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He likes to binge and purge. It's not funny. It's not mean, funny. It's not. It is kind of funny because... He's a cat. He he's not a real person. Purge. Oh, no. <laughs> You walked right into Is that there one. a cat version of the Purge movies now that oh. I'm thinking about it? Oh my god. Oh my god, well we're gonna make it make it that. We all have we're cats, so we can get our cats together. Oh. And I'm sure it'd be a real life purge if we get all of our cats in the same room. Oh my god, it would be a real life my cat immediately hiding under a bed. I same. Yeah. Hero <laughs> and Simon would just be they would hide under the same bed and then be mad and then go hide under different beds. Yeah. And then Damien would just be a terror. Yeah. He would all around. Micaiah, what are you doing? What's up? Uh, hanging out at my house, reading a bunch, uh, putting LED lights on the back of everything I can think of, mm. and trying to also hang shelves in my wall, but instead just making four large holes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a couple really heavy shelves laying against a wall. So it's been a time of a... Uh, Growth? What would you call it? Attempted DIYs. <laughs> Attempted DIYs. You're, you're in the season um, of the DIY. Yeah, it's become what I thought was a one-day project is uh, I started it a month ago (laughs) and still need to go rent a better drill than my shitty one that's like 12 volts and dies uh, within drilling one hole. Well, in other news, moving on, I don't know how to segue. Um, (laughs) Welcome to Trash Rats, where we chat about the best of the worst. You've already heard all of our voices, but in case you forgot, there's Rachel. Hello. There's Mickey. Hi, I'm the other one. And I'm Ashley. You're probably not stumbling upon this podcast, but if you are, we're covering 90 Day Fiance Season 2, Episodes 9 and 10. Um, and I'd love to just jump right in, y'all. Let's do it. Rachel, give us your recap. Okay. What happened last time we recorded? Okay. Previously on 90 Day Fiance. Um, okay, you have to prompt me with their with a couple names. Yes. Okay. Yamir, 28, Managua, Nicaragua, and Chelsea... Uh, 25, Galesburg, Illinois. So they are hanging out in Galesburg, which is the lamest town ever. 
Um, I think you mean the coolest town. <laughs> it really depends on which scale you're comparing it to. Okay, so she's, they're planning the wedding. She's uh, getting her dress made by her mom. And Ymir, who is the queen, and we love him, he is very sad because he doesn't feel like there's anything for him happening in Galesburg because he wants to be a singer. Chicago. Right? And so they've been talking about moving to Chicago, but Chelsea is clearly afraid of the big city, in my opinion, having never watched the show, but listened to your recap. She's got some issues and for some reason wants to stay in this shitty town. So she's a straight up like grown baby. Yeah. Boring. Boring. Agreed. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay. So next we have Amy, 21, Cape Town, South Africa, and Danny, 22, from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. So they need to hurry up and get married so that they can get her out of his creepy brother's house. Yeah, and then start getting it on. Um, but, like, primarily get her away from the creepy brother who, like, clearly is spying on her and, like, sniffing her panties <laughs> while she's out of the house. So, horrifying situation there. He has super racist parents. They suck. And she has a lovely mom who we adore. Lorna Mom. Lorna Mom. And she managed to be the shining star of the last episode, if I remember correctly, by just being a decent human being Mm -hmm. and confronting his racist parents and, like, not allowing them to just ignore the situation or, like, bury their heads in the sand. So. And then... We also have Brett, 31, Snohomish, Washington, and Daya, 29, San Carlos City, Philippines. Okay. Uh, they were the daughter. Okay, Brett's daughter went home, mm-hmm. and Daya um, still wants a new ring, even though they've established that it is, in fact, a diamond. Uh, and they were in the midst of wedding planning? I mean, I guess they're yeah. all in the midst of wedding planning, but I yeah. think they were, like, getting into the... They went to the venue to look at it. That's right. They were getting into the details. Um, oh, oh, and then yeah. we also had Sue, who came by. Oh, right. Sue. And, like, gave Daya the talking to. Sue doesn't like... Uh, well, sounds like Sue doesn't wouldn't like any woman that Brad was interested in, but she especially doesn't like Daya because she's Asian and she thinks that she's just going to divorce him because that's apparently what Asian women do in her mind. Uh, the other new thing about them was that they found and signed a lease on an apartment. That's right. In the mm. last episode, so they'll be moving out of... Lou and T's, yeah. Yeah, Lou and T. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next up, we have Justin, 34, San Jose, California, and Evelyn, 29, Santiago de Cali, Colombia. Okay, these people are great. And I mean that in that they are super entertaining. He took her <laughs> ballooning. Oh, that's why we're talking about ballooning. That's right. Um, and He knows what's up. Yeah, so he, he does some good things for her, but she is super high maintenance and wants way more attention. She is, like, not down with him working pretty much. No. Like, she just wants him to spend time with her all Wrong the time. Wrong couple. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, that's Cassia. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. well, that's okay. I fucked it up. Uh, who are these I'm people again? <laughs> these were the ones who went ballooning. He looks like Alec Baldwin. Oh, um, and Martha Mom. Martha Mom, yeah. Oh! Oh, and Jen. Dirk, Jen. Darth Jen. Darth Jen. This is the Darth Jen couple. Okay, so... The Darth Jen couple. Yeah, they're... <laughs> they are less interesting to me, so I have trouble remembering them. But I think, if I remember correctly, the last episode, 
his mom, he doesn't like his family being super involved. He's just, but Evelyn feels that he's also pushing them away and not really allowing them to be a part of his life. And she really wants them to make amends. And so the mom, his mom is going to maybe come to the wedding. They're working on it. And they went ballooning, apparently. For her birthday. Cool. And it was so romantic. So romantic. And they probably didn't have to help with the... Oh, uh, that's right. They got the TV special where something else... I'm going to look this up because I swear to God, I I would love to go ballooning again, but not if I'm going to have to do anything. No. Bullshit. Absolutely not. I loved drinking champagne at the end of it. Like, that was the best part. And being up in the sky. But the part where they're like, okay, now it's time for you to help us set up and deflate the balloon and be like, peace out. I paid for where, this. How was I going to peace out? We were so far away from where we took off. I had to wait to, for the bus or the van. That's how they get you. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> they That's strand you. Ride. They <laughs> strand you out there. I don't like that. No, there's no way I would ever ride in a hot air balloon. <laughs> okay, well, on another deflating note, let's talk about... Jason, 38, from Spring Hill, Florida, and Cassia, 23, from Curibita, Brazil. Yes. She is super high maintenance and is uh, angry at him all the time. But they're getting married, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> we love a 15-year uh, age gap. Yeah, love a 15-year age gap and um, dogs. They have great dogs. That's really all that Frank. matters. Frank. Yes. Oh, Frank. And she had to go with him to an auction because mm-hmm. he basically makes his living just buying and selling garbage. <laughs> and she was not thrilled about that because she wanted them to be spending quality time together. And instead he took her to this auction and that was not her idea of quality time. Absolutely not. Now, look, she's got three dresses she and got- she needs to be seen in them. I mean, I guess if she only has the three dresses, maybe he does need to be making more of these deals. Maybe well, he could be getting more dresses at these dumb auctions. Here's the true. here's what I don't understand. Is like clearly he needs more money because he's not making any. But she's pissed anytime he tries to work. So well, the irony is real. His choice of job is poor. Also, you true. know, I'm just also true. Yeah, you could he could probably flip burgers for and make more money than he's making. Like, doing this buying, selling eBay store. But then he wouldn't be his own boss, living that independent lifestyle. Okay, well, I love being scared and anxious if I can pay rent or eat all of the time. Oh, no. Well, if you lived with your dad and you wouldn't have to worry about that part. That's true. Is dad getting social security checks? I mean, he's got to be having some kind of military benefits, right? Does that mean, like... Oh, because they're both military. Yeah. Okay. Because we all know that the military and social security pays so well. It's quite robust. (laughs) And there's totally going to be plenty of it left by the time we retire. Okay, our last couple. Danielle, 41, Norwalk, Ohio. And Muhammad, 26, Tunis, Tunisia. Yeah, really just the saddest couple. She's just so sad. Uh, He's way too young for her. And she's broke as shit. He's not in love with her. (laughs) And uh, she lost her job. And that's terrible, because she already had no money. Um, and he is trying to make the most of the situation, I think, by trying to be involved and supportive in the financial situation. But it's pretty dire. Or pretty bleak. And, oh, and they went to go buy rings. And they have no money. He also went to the immigration lawyer on the <laughs> morning of the wedding day. Thank you. Yes. Is it Paul Dolce? The law offices of Paul D. Dolce. 
God, that's right. <laughs> <sighs> the emo Haley Joel Osment lawyer. Okay, right, great recap. Great recap. Great you did recap. it. I'm so proud of you. Okay, Rachel, now that we've done your recap, I need to know if you think the couples make it to the altar. So let's start with Ymir and Chelsea. Are they making it to the altar? Here's the thing. I would say no about all of these couples, but I've learned my lesson because I feel like in all of the other episodes, they always make it. (laughs) Has there ever been a couple that doesn't get married? Yes. Wait, which one? Oh, like you'll have to find out as we go through this. But not so far. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's got. The first season, yes, everyone got married. Yes, that's what I'm saying. What season are we in? Season two. I knew that. In season one, I thought, no way your Paul Louise couple's married. <laughs> and yet, they all got married. And some of them are still married. It's all so right. fucking weird. Let's so, get your predictions. I'm going to say, Chelsea and Ymir, I'm going to say yes. And then for how long? Oh, are they still married? God, no. Absolutely okay. not. So you think they got married and divorced? Yes. Okay. Amy and Danny? Yes, definitely. Married and still together? Yes. Okay. Brett and Daya? Yes, definitely they got married. And still together? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah. And Justin and Evelyn? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I think yes on that one, too. Okay. Uh, and Jason I, and, and Cassia. And I bet they're still married. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jason and Cassia? Yes. They get married and they're still together? Yes. Okay. Danielle and Muhammad? No. They don't get married. I have to say hard pass on that one. I really... Maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part, but I'm going to... He did go to the immigration lawyer the morning of, so... I'm going to say no, they didn't get married. Okay. no, I hope they're not still together. Because we were... Well, I can keep going, but we'll... Yeah. We'll talk about... We'll take take that off the pod. Let's, uh... Let's stay with the task. Let's just chat. Okay, I'm excited to tell you guys, or tell you, Rachel, about what happened on these two episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, so first we're gonna talk about Ymir and Chelsea. Okay, what's up with Ymir and Chelsea? It is now the wedding day. Oh, shit. Okay. That got... Things escalated quickly. (laughs) It's the wedding day. All of, um, Ymir's family has come from Nicaragua. They're all there to support Mm -hmm. him. And, like, honestly, when they showed up on my screen, like, uh, Ymir and Chelsea, I was like, I totally forgot that they existed. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of boring. They're so very boring forgettable. They jumped from whatever the heck was happening last time to just, like... Uh, Wedding days. And so, in the last episode we recorded, we talked about how uh, mom started working or started measuring Chelsea for her the wedding dress 42 days before the wedding. Well, now we find out that mom has only been working on Chelsea's dress the week of the wedding. Oh. And it is not done. It is not ready. On the wedding day? On the wedding day. The morning of the wedding. What have you been doing? That's a good fucking question. (laughs) She was was like, this will never happen. I'm not going to make this dress. That would be a waste of time. (laughs) Like, I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. Right? But like... That's an important thing to procrastinate. I, I'm, this is the type of procrastination that I would do where maybe she she doesn't want them to get married. Oh so she's like, if I don't make the wedding dress, then the wedding can't happen. That's 100% something I would do. Some weird thinking. So the dress isn't done because the mom is also doing the food. Oh, no. So the morning of the wedding, the mom can't even work on the dress because she's working on the food. But <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time understanding. If Chelsea can't walk down the aisle, 
do we care if people can eat? Yeah, what's the <laughs> point of having food if you don't have I don't get it. If you don't have bride, so she <laughs> you just don't have wedding. So we're into the dress, I guess, at the last minute. Well, so we we flash to Chelsea getting ready, and like you can see her struggling with this curling iron, and then all of a sudden Mickey sitting next to me yells out, "Yeah, cry, girl, cry!" <laughs> and Mickey immediately got her wish because Chelsea started sobbing on screen. Oh, she just no. like had a total meltdown immediately. So she's like, um, so her mom is gone, and she's like trying to get her hair done so she's like i got a curling iron but i don't know how to use it oh it's no. like you didn't have a one day to watch youtube videos and practice before this morning and her hair is still wet so i don't know why she's trying to put a curling iron on it anyway and so then like some older lady i don't know if it's an aunt or something is like oh let me see if i can help you dear oh i don't know how to use these ones either and so then like she's just like crying and then she, of course, calls her mom to ask, Mom, do you have my skirt ready? I'm trying to get dressed. And no, the skirt is not ready. Oh, no. <laughs> this, okay, this is, brings up an important point about wedding culture that I do not understand, which is the, like, doing your hair and makeup in a way that you don't normally do. Interesting, okay. If you don't But even... you don't wear a wedding dress every day. Uh, yeah. So why would you wear your hair and makeup in the same thing? I don't know. It's like a it, to me. It seems like a recipe for like having it be super dated. Mm. Or like, what's if you don't curl your hair? If you don't, if you've never used a curling iron, or like you don't normally curl your hair with a curling iron, or you didn't do a test run, why would you do That's that? That's my biggest thing. On She's your wedding day. completely unprepared. Yeah. Look at her. She doesn't have a dress. She doesn't know how to do her hair. Like, she's all sorts of fucked yeah, up. Like, she has no she, idea what's going on. What was happening in that mind? I don't know. But Songs. luckily... Like pop, Ashley's... A hard eyes for a pop star boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Not luckily, it. mom finally shows up with the skirt. Okay. Quote, unquote, ready. It's quote, unquote, ready, the uh, skirt. But then we can see, like, Mickey pointed this out, and then we had to do, like, a, a pause and zoom in on this, like, the skirt back. Because... <laughs> it looks like they just took a piece of fabric, wrapped it around, and then, like, pinned it with a brooch. Yeah, yeah, it was, that, like, the extent of sewing is, it was just a skirt, it wasn't even a full dress, because she had, like, a top from Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, taking a yard of fabric and wrapping it around a few times. And it was, like, the sheerest, really terrible-looking white fabric that looked like the inside of a cheap dress lining or something. Oh, no. And, yeah, so... I can't it, sew, and I could have watched a YouTube video and cranked that out in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what mom was doing. It looked like a sack, it didn't even have a bonnet to finish it, and then... It had this weird, like, waistband, like, extra thing here, and so, and then it just was, like, brooched at the back. So it's, like, if you're going to have an element of design, why not at least put it in the front because it's nothing? It was really terrible and ugly. what I'm saying, though. The mom did nothing because she was, like, this wedding will never happen. Yeah. And then she was, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I gotta finish this. All right, here's some fabric. We're gonna wrap it around your waist. So now we're at the wedding, which is outside. The wedding itself is, like, really pretty. Um, like, it's it's in, like, the woods. There's little lights on the ground. It's like a fairy tale, right? And Ymir and Chelsea both walk in, but from different angles. And they're both flanked by two people walking them down. And I'm just not understanding this, like, double... This custom of having two people walk you down. Like, it just seems very cumbersome and like you wouldn't be able to walk straight <laughs> are they the parents 
I mean, yes, but who needs both? I don't understand the concept of walking someone down the aisle anyways. I like, walked alone. I told yeah. my dad, I don't belong to anyone. Yeah. You're not giving me away because I don't belong to you. Yeah. I'm not your fucking property. Yeah. I'm not your chattel. I, I, it was just like bizarre to see as well because as a person in the audience, how do you know which direction to look? Because, like, normally you rise for the bride, and yeah. it's, like, a moment for her, right? Oh, so they came in at the same time. At the same, same time. time. From so different like, angles. Yeah. How do you do, like, what is, I guess they didn't, I don't know that they had a photographer. I was going to say, what is a photographer supposed to do in this situation? <laughs> Just flip I, back. They forth. obviously, they who would have paid the photographer? <laughs> they definitely don't have a photographer. No. Or you get two photographers. <laughs> That are holding hands or, like, oh linking God. arms and taking pictures the whole time. I actually had a friend, uh, some friends who got married, and they hired a husband and wife uh, wedding photographer team. I, I actually, I do love a photographer team because then one could be yeah. recording, or you just, like, capture different angles. They did so. a nice job. But, you know, if you had a wedding photographer team, you would still want the bride and groom to be uh, not doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah. 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 Separately. Uh, so she, Chelsea and Yamir get up to the front. And say their vows, which I need to preface this also with, we watched five different scenarios here. What? Five different couples. Oh, oh, oh. I was like... A lot of couples, a lot of weddings. Got it. And I was like, some of them, I'm a a little sensitive baby. I cried. Some of them. This one, fucking felt nothing. Like, if my brain was a vagina. It was dry like the Sahara. <laughs> there was just nothing. I was not interested. <laughs> Mickey, can you read these vows? Alright, here we go. You're now at the wedding of Chelsea and Ymir. And speaking, Chelsea. Oh god. From the moment I met you, I knew things were going to be different. And I don't mean the fact that I don't know how to go about dating a Nicaraguan pop star. Wait, hold for applause. Dying. <laughs> hold for applause and laughter. Is that what she actually sounds like? Everyone yeah. loves to be around you. And me, I'm the luckiest one of all. I get to spend the rest of my life with you. So then he puts a ring on her finger, and she is wearing a fucking ring on every finger. She's bohemian, don't forget. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, but like, on your wedding day, when it's about this one ring... Maybe take the other rings off. Maybe take the other rings off, you know, like... But she's, what, like 23? She is not the Lord of the Rings. That <laughs> <laughs> says you. She disagrees. Anyway, so they're married. Who cares? Moving on. Good job, guys. They did it. Oh, oh Ymir did say something cute. He said uh, he loves this constant state of happiness. Or maybe he didn't say constant. It was this state of happiness. State of happiness, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and Chelsea's parents were really cute. They said they love him so much that they're almost as happy as she is. Aww. Um, and then we hate Chelsea, so we don't care. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Who cares? She has a... <laughs> too bored. The, she wears a hat that's too small for her head. Oh, right. I forgot about the hat. All right. I'm glad well, she didn't wear that hat today. Congrats to them. Yeah. Congrats to the happy couple. (laughs) Let's move on to Amy and Danny on their wedding day. Woohoo! I'm actually excited for this couple. Very cute. I think they're going to be happy. Um, They're both scared and excited and worried about the seating arrangements and the blending of the families. Or the meeting of the families for the first time. Um, And then, of course, you know, his pervert brother, Nick, comes over and says that it's his last day as a virgin and they're totally going to get it on. It's gross. I hate every Super second of it. Creepy. 
Um, so they're all, like the boys are all getting ready together, and it looks like these boys just like smashed and grabbed a tall, like a big and tall suit <laughs> store. Like all of their <laughs> sleeves come down to their like knuckles. It's and oh, and then like he's turning like to his brother and he's like, "Do I look good?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, you look great." And it's just this like awful feedback cycle of everyone telling each other that they look great like, while their sleeves are dragging on the ground. None of these men have ever <laughs> had a suit fitted and they all are like weighing in on that. No. no nobody's qualified to say this looks good. They were all virgins until they got married, so I don't think they know anything <laughs> about fashion. Good point. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then like brother Nick, gross guy, gross pervert. Says that uh, once I get married, it's going to be, it should be sex. Sex all the time. <laughs> and that he's going to pass the sex torch on. They're going to give the sex torch to Danny and Danny's going to give it to Amy. Which sounds like they're going to fuck their brother. <laughs> and then he's going to have sex with his wife. Oh, no. we got to pass on that <laughs> sexy sex torch. Yeah. Which is funny because the... Other conversation happening between Amy and all the sisters who are getting ready together. They're doing hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. All the sisters are saying, like, are you excited for the wedding night? And then, like, oh, don't forget, it's not always good. Um, (laughs) And the the exact quote from one of them was, oh, it's always so quick. Your first time is going to be so quick. It's like a it's like a sad version of, uh, like, that Grease song. Like, tell me more, tell me more. So Amy's ready. She looks gorgeous. She's got a beautiful dress. She's got beautiful... She just looks gorgeous. Mm. Um, and here comes Lorna mom coming to see her daughter, like, all dressed up, looking beautiful. Immediately cries the second she sees Amy. And then lies. I want to say, I don't think Lorna ever lies, but I think she lied right here. And she said she did not expect to cry. Oh. Lorna mom, we all knew you were going to cry. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you've been in a different country from your daughter, who you, is like your beloved daughter, like you're your only child, cry. Yeah. come on. Aww. So after this, like it is, so it's time for her to like walk down the aisle and the way that they get her in her beautiful lace dress is to take her on a hayride. <laughs> <laughs> this is country. I don't know, like what they're doing, what they're thinking, like, this is lace. And this is hay. I, if you don't get it, I, I can't explain it to you. I just don't understand this. Also, can we talk about, real quick, I don't understand the difference between what straw is and what hay is. A straw is just the dry version. Oh, a hay is still considered, like, can, can be green or something? No, I don't, I just made that up. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, a hay bale is not wet. This is one of my talents in life, is that I say <laughs> I don't believe you, ever. Like, I know what I'm talking about, and then people believe me, except I for don't. Ashley, because <laughs> Ashley knows you. me. <laughs> well, because so, I do the same thing. Yeah, exactly, that's why we're friends. <laughs> we're bullshit artists. Yeah. Look, I... I can't tell I can't you help it. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a con artist by nature. I come by it genetically. <laughs> Both of my parents are manipulative liars. This is my birthright. So everyone listening, remember that uh, Rachel doesn't know how to tell the truth. Rachel is a fucking liar. Anyways, um, I don't know the difference between straw and hay, but I thought mine was a good guess. We could ask my niece. Let's ask her. She would know. She would know. Okay. Uh, She's a voice girl. We're going to ask an expert. And she listens to the podcast. Roslyn, what's the difference between straw and hay? You'll have to text her. Maybe we'll have an answer later. Oh, a live update. Yeah. She's in in Mexico. Uh, She can't can't get text messages in Mexico? I don't know. She's (laughs) in 
<laughs> what are you talking about? How dare she have a social life? She's actually... She can answer a text message in Mexico. <laughs> She's actually in Mexico we from also work. Google it. Oh, oh cool. Okay, let's talk about this off, off, off the air. Here's what Google says. Hey, is the crop that is grown and harvested as feed crop for cattle, horses, and other farm animals. Okay. Straw, on the other hand, is a byproduct of a grain crop. You so hay, hay, I was right. Hay, I was, I was right in a nutshell. You said straw was dry. That, exactly, it is. <laughs> straw is the dried out version. Hay okay, is if the, that's what it takes for you to want to feel like you're right. It also sounds like hay was not, or I'm sorry, straw was not specific to hay. Because hay is a... Yeah, uh, it sounds like straw could be anything. Yeah, yeah, a straw could be a dry Hay is edible grain. and straw is dry. I'm gonna have to go to a class on this. It's Just the what? plant stock that is left behind, and that is the straw part. Um, you know what? This is the last straw for me. I'm out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Making quits. She's that, done. That is the last straw for me for that conversation. What? This is the by far the best digression we've ever had. I don't know what we're talking about. Well, now we get to see Amy walk through gold. some straw. <laughs> And we know Stick we're using the direct term. Yeah. <laughs> um, she walks through a fake door in the middle of a field. And like, so on either side of the, it's like, okay, so it's a fake, it's a fake wall with a fake door set inside. And on this fake wall is made to look like an interior house wall. So there's like pictures hung on this fake wall that is outside, not connected to anything with a door in it. So that's meta. It's super it's a weird. Choice. It's and a it's like it's, it's like a choice. double door. And so she walks <laughs> up, and two guys have to open the door for her so she can walk through. It's like the double doorway to the twilight zone. Why? Um, and then Danny says that time stops when he sees her, mm. and he's just like existing in the moment, and that she's the most beautiful woman. Um, and then we get to see the the pastor who's gonna marry them. Who I think he looks like Pendulette as the KFC Colonel. <laughs> and then Mickey has another idea. For me, this was Pastor Tim and Eric, Ooh. who gave them that counseling, the pre wedding counseling. That's right. He's officiating. That's right. Yes. He got his ponytail. So then they do their they do their vows, which are incredibly sweet, of course. You have this written down, right? Okay, Amy's was really sweet. I didn't write down his. Amy's was, "You're my best friend, and I give you my word that my heart will always be with you." Yeah, so afterwards, Papa comes around. No. And he pulls Amy into a big old hug and gives her a big kiss on the cheek. Gross. Big old kiss on the cheek. And I was like, Papa came around. Mm-hmm. Eventually. But all I can think about in my head, because I'm so cynical, is that I have this niggling feeling that he is just thinking in his brain, oh, she's one of the good ones. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. He's he's making... um, Exceptions. He's making (laughs) mental exceptions so that the cognitive dissonance isn't too much for him to bear. But, and this is a huge but... I, that is better than him disowning his son. Yeah. So it's a it's a small small step. Small it's, baby step. It's an opportunity for continued growth. Continued please. growth. Like yeah. That's a keep on going from there. That's a good Hopefully. way to put it. It's an opportunity for continued growth, and we can only hope that it is never too late to teach an old racist dog new tricks. <laughs> so, anyways, we're at the reception now, post wedding, and of course, you know, brother Nick cannot let it go. Sex torch! 
Sex torch. Sex torch. <laughs> he walks out with a tiki torch. Gross. It's like closing out the toast for the wedding. This is the last piece of the toast portion of the ceremony. Dude. He comes out with this tiki torch and says the words. These words come out of his mouth. This represents the sex torch. As the oldest, I give it to Nick. From one brother to another. So Chuck hands it to Nick. Nick hands it to Danny. And the whole time, Amy looks like she wants to die. I, yeah, if I was Amy, I would just be, like, pouring a glass of water on that um, torch. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Danny, when he took the torch, held it up in the air and said, yay. And Amy said, okay, you could take it back now. And like, <laughs> hands it back to the brothers. Poor fucking woman. They go dance inside of the barn. And now, so this was, I have this in my notes. What's the difference between hay and straw? Now I know. The barn <laughs> is filled with straw and hay. Ah, straw both. on the floor. Hay in the bales. Hay in the bales. <laughs> yeah, I'm a straw on the floor, <laughs> hay in the bales kind of girl. <laughs> I know my straw in my hand. I know where I like it. <laughs> I refuse to sit on straw, but if you bring me a hay bale, I will sit on we'll that. We'll talk. As long as I'm not in a lace wedding dress. Hey, look, standards. <laughs> Important. Yeah. Um, and then they drive away in a convertible at the end, and it's pretty cute. No. And that's the end of them, and we never see them again. They die. Um, big question. <laughs> they live happily ever after. They Thelma and Louisa. <laughs> no. Big question. Why didn't she get a ride in in a convertible instead of a stupid hay truck? Mm. I'm Why so couldn't frustrated. Why she it twice? And that's you're only right. allowed to ride in the convertible once you're married. I'm going to flip this table over. <laughs> Did you know that we'll only sell oh, convertibles to married couples? Yeah. <laughs> it's because they're too sexy. Yeah, yeah. You're not right. allowed to have it if it's, as a single woman. Impure thoughts. Not allowed. Totally. Yeah. Impure thoughts about this Mustang. <laughs> only once you've um, gone through the official passing of the sex torch can you ride the convertible. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine? No. Like, and it's like a straight up funny. tiki torch. Like, yeah. it's way too big. Like, I would like, be so mad. This stupid thing that I thought of this morning is so funny. I'm going to make all of these wedding guests in on this Very like, uncomfortable. inside joke. It's really uncomfortable and, like, joke. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate, yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate him so much. Okay. Moving from convertibles to um, Brett and Daya. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Now we have Brett and Daya. Because convertibles work really well in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yep. In Snohomish, Washington, they do. So we're at 15 days to wed, and we have Brett getting his suit, like, fitted, and he's trying it on, making sure it fits. Oh, he, so he actually knows how to wear a suit. Yeah. <laughs> he's been married store. once before. Oh, good job. Sure, good job, Brett. So. Yeah. And, okay, so we get to see him trying on, like, we just see, like, a... a nice shirt and then he's wearing a vest and a bow tie but the color of this vest and bow tie is just like garishly purple like (laughs) so bright and as he's like looking at himself in the mirror like oh yeah I look good in this bright purple Barney suit (laughs) the guy comes behind him like those salesmen and like fixes his bow tie he's like let's make sure that bow tie's popping (laughs) <laughs> so he's getting encouraged. He's getting this. encouraged. Oh Multiple to, people went to pop his bow to pop his bow tie. It is shiny, like satin, bright purple. Oh, mm-hmm. I was in a wedding where purple, <laughs> purple satin was the main attraction, and I had to wear a purple satin strapless dress. Oh god! In the summer. Well, oh did you look god. like a Chuck E. Cheese tablecloth? Because he does. No, I looked hot. <laughs> 
Well, Brett looks like a Chuck E. Cheese tablecloth. I don't think the fabric was good enough to put on the mechanical band members of the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, no. It was so low-tier shiny. fabric. So shiny. It's low-tier. Um, okay, so now we're leaving the store. We're packing up the apartment. We picked up Cassidy because she's going to be in the wedding. Oh, It's super busy time. So they pick up Cassidy. They head back to the apartment. And uh, fucking Dawn is there. His mom is just standing in there. She's early. And someone just let her in. She's unannounced. Wait, why is this? Whose mom? Uh, uh, Brett's mom uh, is Dawn. And we don't like her? Well, just wait. We don't, don't like that she shows up unannounced. She says She's it was so a surprise. Forbidden. And she hopes it's not an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Daya and Dawn are sitting on the couch together, and Daya's body language toward Dawn is so uncomfortable. Like, she is leaning so far back on the couch, she's, like, laying in the next room. <laughs> Wait, have we met this person before? I don't remember what's the yes. tension. Yes. Okay, so Dawn, oh, okay. Okay, Dawn is his mom from um, a few episodes ago. Oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding um, But basically, his mom looks hella young, way younger than all of his best friends, and she was the one only... that helped pick up at the airport, and so she was there when the whole ring thing mm. conversation happened. So she doesn't trust Daya. That's Daya has been right. really sketched out the whole time. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Which, fair enough. The ring thing was kind Pretty of shitty. So there's some drama between them, and Daya is just like trying as as much as she can to get away. Um, and then we see Dawn talking, like in a talking head segment, talking about how. Brett is, quote, maybe getting married to her. Oh. And that there are all kinds of scams out there. She is not here to support her son in any way or to be happy for him. So why are you here? Tell us how you really feel, Dawn. So two days before the wedding is now their move-in day. So Daya's family has all been able to come in from uh, the Philippines as well. So her whole family's here. His family's all come in for the wedding so they get everyone together. I guess they give them pizza and beer. They had some Everyone Caesars. moves their house for them. <laughs> yeah. But can you imagine two days before the wedding? No. And they're like carrying, uh, so there's like stairs and it doesn't seem like there's an elevator. So it's, you know, people hauling this giant bulky, bulky, bulky couch. Oh no. You know, um, a but... friend's pivot moment. As a person who just started a new job and moved into a new house, like all within two weeks of each other, I can say that moving and then getting married two days later is a terrible idea. Awful. <laughs> Don't do that. I just mentioned, I think that they bought pizza for everybody because we see Cassidy later eating cheese pizza and cheese bread. I'm like, can we get that girl a salad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some kind of greens on this plate. Cheese bread, and then she was also, because she's a little kid, refusing to eat it, so she, like, licked one of them. Ugh. <laughs> so, she probably didn't poop that night. <laughs> oh, no. How often do kids poop? <laughs> Let's Google. Let's Google that. That's our next question. I feel like if we did, like, we're going to get on a list somewhere and the FBI (laughs) is going to come pay a visit. Don't kids poop just as much as adults? I'm sure they poop at least every day. They're supposed to, right? I'm sure they poop, like, twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky them. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, so now that uh, Cassidy didn't poop all night, it's the day before the wedding... And Brett thinks it's time, like, that he needs to have a conversation with his mom about this, like, contentious, weird, like, awkwardness between mm-hmm. his mom and his wife. And so she basically, oh, like... A, a uh, wife-to-be. Wife-to-be. <laughs> Good point. 
So it basically comes down to, like, Dawn says, or his mom says, like, you just can't know a person in three months. And she's, like, talking about all these red flags. And Daya can hear every word she's saying. Okay, I have to agree with her that you cannot know a person in three months. No. <laughs> that is true. But it's, like, but it's like the tone of her statement. Mm-hmm. Though also the fact... Okay, so if that's the way you feel, like, have that conversation a month before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And don't come to before. the wedding in a weird mood. And, like, it didn't seem like Don was actually in, intending to approach him because he was the one that had to initiate a sit-down conversation. Yes. Or at least mm-hmm. so the editing would have us believe. It's not good adulting on her part. Exactly. Yeah, she could have done that. So, part. yeah, so they're they're having this conversation and she says something like, oh, like, how do you know how she's going to be with Cassidy? Like, she can't be a good mom because she doesn't have any of her own kids. And then Brett says, like, I think is great and... When it comes to Cassidy, she actually comes in with the discipline and structure that I need from her to support me. Also, having your own kids doesn't make you a good mom. They're exactly. <laughs> How many people have their own kids and are shitty? Yeah, my mom. All, of, all of our moms, have like... skills with children yeah. and don't have them. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah. 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 So the whole time, Don's, like, shitting all over Daya, and Brett's super fighting for her. He's, like, he shuts down every negative thing that she says about Daya... And basically is like, you know, this is what I want. Daya is a good person and she's good for me and we're good together. And it's just, it's just super hard to hear and listen to. And then he goes up to see Daya and she obviously heard everything. Mm. And her initial reaction is that she's upset and she thinks that like they both were attacking her. Um, And he lets her vent all of that. You know, he doesn't try to tell her that she's wrong. He's like, I understand you. She's crying. He gives her a tissue. You can tell they're, like, reconciling. Like, it's gonna be okay. And then fucking Dawn walks in going, I didn't say that. Oh, let's backtrack. Because they're so good at... Brett is so good at communicating. The only thing he's asking of her is, what do you need from me? So he Mm -hmm. gives her a tissue. But what Daya says is, I need space. I need space. Mm -hmm. And then that's exactly when Dawn walks into their bedroom. Trying to be like, I didn't say anything bad about Daya. That's not what I said, Daya. And they both kick her out. They're like, no, you need to go right now. Yeah, you're done. Even Brett is just like, whatever. Um, (sighs) Too far. Too far. And so, and then Daya basically says, like, Brett's going to have to pick between me or his mom. Oh. So Daya at least has, it's not a straight up ultimatum. It's like, this is where my relationship with Donna's over. When she comes over in the future for you and for Cassidy... I won't be talking to her. But it wasn't like you can never talk to your mom again. She was at least... Yeah. She had her own boundary with Dawn. Good, good. Um, But Dawn, like, totally doubled down and was like, I don't want him to get married. I'm not backing down. So, Daya and Brett decide that they're going to continue their path. They're going to get married. They love each other. It doesn't matter if their mom is... If his mom is upset. So, the next day is the wedding day. And they're rolling up to the venue and they're wearing matching shirts that are, like, really cute. He is wearing a shirt that says, that's what she said. (laughs) And then she's wearing a shirt that says, I said yes. Oh my god. So it's like, it's stupid, but it's like, it's cute. I hate it, and I hate that I like it. I know, right? I mean, there's that thing It's highly upsetting. I hate it, but you have that one day to wear it, so fucking wear it. If you want to, fucking do it. This is when when you (laughs) can be cheesy. Not continue, like, make it a PJ PJ shirt for afterwards, please. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to see it again. So they roll out in their matching t-shirts, and oh, then we learn that Dawn is not coming. Oh. She's left, and she's not coming to the wedding. 
Wow. And Brett is just, like, talking about it, and he's like, I'm really hurt yeah. by this, you yeah. know? So they, they start getting ready, and Daya's, like, her whole family is surrounding her. It's like, they're tiny little bees, and, like, they're just pinning her hair and pinning her <laughs> dress and all working on her. And one of them called her Cinderella, which yeah. is such an apt comparison. <laughs> like, all of the little mice the and the birds. Yeah. It's really... Well, her family's also just like, you're so beautiful. Like, all of them are just chiming about they're how all beautiful so, she is. They're all like, kind and sweet. It's a very loving family. Yeah. So excited for her. Yeah. That's cute. Um, Cassidy's a flower girl, so she comes down the aisle, and she's just throwing everything around. Losing the audience, being hella cute, Aww. like... Holding a kid on her lap, like, pointing things out to the kid. It's super cute. Um, and we also see Sue, like, in the front row, recording the entire thing. And I'm just like, she's gonna masturbate to this yeah, later. Yeah, she's gonna watch it and pretend that she's Daya later. Yeah. She's, gonna, she's gonna Photoshop her face yeah. over Daya and flick that bean as she thinks about Brett. So, while Sue is thinking about masturbating to this video later... Um, they're doing the sand ceremony with Cassidy. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's sweet. It's, yeah, it's cute, right? It's cute. And gross. so they, like, they're all taking turns, like, swirling the sand in. Um, and just, like, having Cassidy be a part of the relationship and a part of the wedding, I think mm. is super important. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And then at the reception... Especially um, since my dad got married twice when I was alive and I wasn't invited to either wedding. <laughs> I roll. Um, okay, so Lou's at the reception, and she's crying, and says, Aww. like, she's happy and sad because uh, Brett feels like her son, Aww. and now she's just letting him out into the world. Lou's a better mother. Seriously. Oh, it's the mom Don needs to have. Also, the so name Lou is way better than Don. Okay, so anyways, at the very, very end, it's so cute. Everyone's together, everyone's happy. Brett and Daya are cute. They're talking. And then Brett turns to her and is like, do you know? He's like, I was just looking at my wedding band and looking at these diamonds. Uh, are these real? <laughs> good one, Brett. Yes. I was like, I <laughs> love you so much. Yes. Like, that is such a good little zinger to throw in there. Sick burn. Because <laughs> they're over it now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a cute little joke now. Totally. I love it. I love it. That's great. And let's talk about <laughs> Justin and Evelyn. Uh, it's their wedding day. Yay. So we all know originally that they were going to elope. Right. But now we see that Justin has invited all of his family. So all of his, like, close family has been invited to the wedding. Aww. And... Even Darth Jen? Even Darth Jen. Wow. She shows up smiling. Smiling. She's beaming. And Evelyn's, like, getting ready. And Martha Mom comes up and says, my Evelyn... As she's approaching her, my Evelyn. It is is incredibly sweet. And then Jen is coming around too, and she says, like, she really likes how Justin listens to her, to listen to Evelyn. She she understands and respects that. Game recognized game. Game game knows that's what she said. (laughs) Interesting. She says, okay, I see you now, girl. And then probably like one of the sweetest, most sincere moments that has ever happened on reality TV is Martha comes up to Evelyn. She like holds her hands in hers and she tells her that when Justin first told her about Evelyn, she said, I thought to myself, why did he have to go to Columbia to find someone that he loved? But as I got to know you, it could be nobody else. You're a perfect fit and I think we're going to have a wonderful life together. Welcome to the family. 
She's holding her hand also to her face and like so that Evelyn is cupping Martha's face and stroking it and Martha's giving her kisses on the hand and it was just like That's so gross. No, so that beautiful. I mean not either. like slobbery, but like <laughs> it, it's more of a like just they like, started let making me out. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. They just changed the name on the marriage certificate. <laughs> and then and Martha and Evelyn got married. That's oh. a twist. Justin's new mom? did not see that coming. Whoa. Justin's new mom is his ex-girlfriend. Gross. Wow. Um, Whoa. I mean, it happens in straight relationships Listen, all the time. It was a sweet so. face cup True. hand kiss, okay? Okay. Don't try to It was very it. sweet. It was very I didn't sweet. like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. You would if you saw it. So, Maybe. now that we've got the incest out of the way. <laughs> they're it's not incest. They're related. Not yet. Oh, my God. So, they have a beach wedding. And, like, the only thing I can think of every time I see a beach wedding is, like, everyone is going to be tracking around sand for the rest of their lives on those shoes. <laughs> wow. So, she comes down. Uh, Evelyn comes down. Justin is, like, about to freaking cry. He says it made his heart smile. Gross. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It sounds like he had, like, he has angina. <laughs> All these men don't know how to express emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and so she gets up there and then they're doing their vows. And when he says, like, I do, she, like, like catches her breath because she's, like, crying. Aww. It is so sweet. She does her thing. It's sweet. She cries some more. And then it's time for their kiss. And he does this whole thing. He makes a whole big production out of their first kiss as man and wife. He like hitches up hits, his, he his, hitches like, his suit, sleeves up, he gets ready, and then he like wraps her real wow. gently and then like picks her up and kisses her. And then like it's so sweet. Dips her down for a swoop kiss. Romantic. <laughs> Love it. So now it's their reception and they're like doing a toast with some champagne. And the thing that I really want to hammer home here is whatever champagne glass flute that you're thinking of, it's bigger than that. <laughs> and whatever you're picturing like is bigger, it. it's bigger than that. Oh, God. <laughs> it is human torso-sized champagne flute that they're each holding <laughs> with seashells glued to the bottom of the rim. Because it's beach theme. Yeah, totally <laughs> makes sense. Good. We're on we're on brand here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, everyone in the crowd had a plastic cup to toast Clear plastic for the cup. record. And no, then they're, no they've seashells? got... No, no seashells. Nothing. Only the bride and groom, okay. Were they like solo cups? Yeah, but plastic yeah. and clear. But clear plastic. I mean, I oh, but plastic. Clear, clear, yeah, okay. Little clear cup. So they each toasted two Corbel bottles of champagne nice. by each other. <laughs> nice. And I, was, I saw that Corbel and I was like, you can get Moet. <laughs> really? Yeah, for your wedding. They spent all the money on those chalices. That's true. <laughs> God. They probably cost like $75 each. <laughs> that amount of glass. The shipping on, on Etsy for that? The shipping alone. Crazy. Oh, oh no, Lord. they got those a Tuesday morning. <laughs> Is that a thing? Or home goods. <laughs> oh my God, talk about home goods. Let's just say that the table that our microphone is on right now came from HomeGoods. This was a good find. I know. This was a good find. This is the only good thing that's ever come out of HomeGoods. And that plant stand right there. That one too. Whatever you have from HomeGoods is the only good thing that's ever come out of HomeGoods. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm sure HomeGoods is fine. I've walked in there like one time. (laughs) And if they wanted to sponsor us, we'd be totally fine with that. I mean... I would love to get some new furniture. I love expired candy and... (laughs) 
They've got rugs, right? I saw some rugs. Got rugs. My cat peed on my rug, so new new rug from Home Goods. I need a new rug. Perfect. All right, let's move on. Oh wait, wait, no, no, no. Speaking of cat piss. Oh wait, we're not moving. Come on. (laughs) What a good segue for fucking Jason. But before we get there, closing out the reception after the champagne toast. We have another Martha moment. Oh, no. Um, she's, I mean, yay. She's so sweet. No, she says, um, basically, she's just, like, crying because she's so happy for them. And she says that he found the perfect woman to love. Just sweet. It was sweet. That's nice. How dare you? I mean, it's so cheesy. Um, I hate it. But it I'm was happy. really sweet. You did ruin my perfect segue. <laughs> uh, with that. We'll keep so. it. Don't worry. Was it worth it? Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll keep all this, you bitch. <laughs> All right, speaking of cat piss, now we're here with Jason and Cassia. Vegas baby all the way. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Says Jason. With the saddest affectation I've ever heard in my life. And we're now at two days before the wedding. Vegas baby. So they're walking around the strip. He's twirling her around in the middle of the fucking sidewalk like nobody else exists and is trying to walk by. <laughs> They're taking pictures with all the fake cartoon, like, characters. Terrifying looking Buzz and Woody. And paying them for it, which I'm really surprised that Jason is actually shelling out money. Wow. For these, like, vacation photos. Big spender. After all of this, like, walking around the strip, they decide they're going to stop in and get a drink. Literally anywhere because it's Vegas. What's yes, the worst where place they you could get a drink where, in Vegas on the strip? Where would you not want to get a drink uh-huh. on the strip? I was about to say the plaid pantry, which is, you know, the Oregon 7-Eleven. Am I accurate? I don't know. Make it more Vegasy. More Vegasy. <laughs> more Vegasy. You've been to this casino. Which casino is oh. like? Oh, oh, okay. Which casino? In oh yeah, that'd be the worst at. one to get a drink at. Oh my god, I don't want to insult anybody. Please. The one we stayed at. No, <laughs> the flamingo. Yeah. No, the Excalibur. Oh wait. That's where we saw... Thunder Down Under. Yeah. That's the one thing You have. have not seen it in the daytime. Oh, oh yeah. It's a sad sight by That's day. It's a sad one. And it okay. wasn't even, like, the back is where they have all the, like, super themed and, like, statues of things you could pose at. It was, like, straight up in the front that just looks like it's a It's so ugly. It has not been updated since the 60s. Aww. Like, it, it's just disgustingly ugly. Sad. So they're toasting to the wedding and winning... That's a direct winning, quote, unfortunately. Big and Vegas. <laughs> and uh, they're talking about how the family's coming soon and how Cassia is nervous to meet his brother Ryan because he called her Green Card. He calls her Green Card behind her back. Wow. And he sent his brother the movie Green Card for Christmas. Wow. I don't understand why Jason would tell Cassia this. I know, yeah. You Yeah. She doesn't like, need to know this. You're hurt you know that you're hurting her when you share that information. Mm-hmm. So we're at one day before the wedding and we're staying with them at the Mardi Gras Hotel and Casino. This is way off the strip. Prices today. Oh, oh God, we were going to make you guess. Uh, what do you think they paid for their room? Let's say like $1.99. Okay, so prices today range from? If you go on the weeknight, it's $40. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you go on the weekend, it's 97 Oh, and in 2015 money, that's $38. Yikes. And 85 for the weekend. Yikes. And you know this motherfucker got married on a Thursday. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. So... So it, what you're saying is it's really nice. <laughs> it's like, basically Caesar's Palace. 
It is the sweet. It's a spectacle. The highest roller you could possibly get at the Mardi Gras hotel and casino. I don't even know what is the most expensive hotel in Vegas. I don't know, but I want them to send me there. Yeah, we need to figure I want to go. Out and then we need to go there. They're on the, on the day before their wedding. They are wearing matching wedding T-shirts, just like we saw Brett and Daya awesome. in Classic. earlier. Yeah. His is electric blue. Hers is a, a black crop top, and they both say, "I'm Hitch Biatch." It's right there. I'm Hitch Bitch. I because his last name is Hitch, so I get the pun, but why throw the A why? in there? Biatch? So I'm Hitch Bitch. It's so right there. Didn't say bitch, so they could have it on TV without it being blurred oh, out, maybe? God. I'm maybe. really upset about this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I just put my hands over my face in shame. So, while they're wearing these awful t-shirts, the entire family decides to come and visit the engaged couple at the Mardi Gras Hotel and Casino Outdoor Gated Locked Pool. <laughs> Ooh. All of a sudden, it's uh, very fancy. Ten people and a thousand children arrive, and we finally get to <laughs> meet his brother Ryan, who is the one who calls Cassie a green card. And I need to say that Ryan looks like um, a gnome from my mobile Harry Potter game. He looks exactly a hundred percent like it. We'll post a comparison. He shows up to a, a poolside party in Vegas. Oh God. He is Ryan wearing. It's the summer. So first of all, he's got all. And it's of, Vegas. <laughs> it's Vegas. Um, he he, the same as Jason, have these tiny little rectangular glass frames. Okay, whatever. No his, one in this family knows what are to. the appropriate glasses to wear for their face <laughs> oh, shapes. God. So he has transitional lenses as well. So he's no. rocking those uh, tiny transitional list <laughs> lenses. Oh, those TTLs. TTLs. He is at a pool wearing a mock gray turtleneck. And it is, of course, long sleeve. What? So, basically, if you're familiar with the Seinfeld Bizarro episodes, <laughs> maybe he's just the Bizarro Jason. I don't know. He, it looks like he's trying to be the city dweller cool version of his ugly ass brother. I don't understand it. He, does he think he's cultured? Question mark. Everything is really inappropriate here. Wow. He sounds great. <laughs> So Ryan apparently thinks his brother's a real piece of shit. Like, who would ever want to be married to him? His sister Shannon is surprised that he met someone. <laughs> Quote, I had no idea he was involved in a relationship. I wasn't even sure he was ever going to find someone that could truly appreciate his uniqueness. Mm. And then his stepmom said that she was skeptical at first and thought that Cassio was in it for the green card and that Jason was just going along with anyone because he was just so happy to have a girlfriend. <laughs> wow. So his family thinks really highly of him. He must be so fucking pathetic Seriously. if his family is dogging on him That's like this so and they have nothing good to say about him, right? What a bummer. So after everyone talks shit about him... <laughs> Cassia um, leans over to tell Ryan, oh, hey, by the way, thanks for that movie you sent, uh, Green Card. Why'd you send that movie? <laughs> and so, forcing him yeah. to say it. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Uh, well, well, does he? I think he says something sort of. stupid. He's like, well, I, he says the opposite. He's like, well, I'm just old-fashioned, I guess. I just think people should meet face-to-face. -face. So yeah. he, like, won't even say it to her face. And she um, knows. That's why she fucking calls him out on right. it. He's a tiny little afraid for man. for her for fucking calling him out, though. Um, can we talk about Jean, his okay. stepmother? I am so confused. We went through this a little while earlier, and we're both very com 
very, very confused about Jean, who is the stepmom. Who is she married to? Stepmom yeah. would indicate Ron's wife. I've, yeah. But, but Ron's she... not married or... because they're not living with her in Florida. Or mom. He, she could be married to his mom, too. Could but be the mom's not there. We don't meet mom and everybody's name card who's a sibling. None of them say step. But, so maybe she's the mom's wife then. But then where's mom? Right. Or is she, or is she Ron's ex-wife? It's unclear. Yeah. And it's weird because. Everyone's acting very jovial and yeah. genial and Like getting is she along. showing up as an ex-wife or a current wife? And if so, if a current wife wears the mom, she's not so too. Well, because maybe she, because I feel like sometimes on these reality shows. Some family members are like, no, I don't want to be on television. Fuck mm-hmm. you. So maybe the mom didn't and want to. Or, or yeah, she's the ex-wife and she just is still a part of the family. That happens. Hey, my, that's a thing in my family. Yeah. So we're, we're confused. We're just like, what's going on? We just don't know. Here? It's we're not part, explained. Yeah. We were looking for answers. Yeah. And we didn't get them. Fair enough. We're, we're some natural curious cats. Look, we like the hot goss. Uh, okay, so anyways... While we're at the pool party, Ryan started asking about the bachelor party. And at this point, I'm like, I'm super convinced that he's determined to get Jason to cheat on Cassia. Yeah. yeah. Just to stop the wedding. Uh, so now it's time for the bachelor party, and they've decided that they will do a co-party. They're going to Peppermill, which I had never seen before. Love the vibe of it. What it's, is it? It's a bar oh, on the bar. strip. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a casino, yeah. It's super, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, it's super neon and, like... Tropical looking almost. So we, we definitely got to go there when we go to Vegas. T-I-L. And then, so Ryan is uh, buying and making everyone take shots. Like a lot of shots. Mm. Like a lot of shots to the point that Jason gets so drunk <laughs> that he starts like falling over Cassio, which is a like a feat in itself because <laughs> he's sitting down. Oh God. He's like breathing dragon breath in her face. Ugh. He's like ask. He's just like drunk and like in her face and is trying to be cute or something. Like I don't know if it's put, he's like trying thinks that's PDA, but he's like in her face saying like he's mocking her. Am I well before that he's like am I gonna do you know like you know me right you know me right am I gonna protect you am I gonna defend your honor Ugh. am I gonna love you forever and he's like breathing nasty alcohol breath in her face intentionally Gross. to annoy her. Yeah, and then he's, like, trying to order more drinks, and she was like, hey, you don't need any more drinks. Like, we actually still have a whole table full of drinks that you can drink if you want that. And then, so he, I don't know, drunkenly goes off on, like, a tirade about how he wants to go off with the boys and they need their own private time to talk about, quote, life, liberty, and the pursuit of saying yes, dear. So, no women allowed is the other direct quote there. And then uh, his brother Ryan says, say bye to her and walk out the door. So all the boys leave her alone. Wow. And they walk to another table in the casino. They don't even leave. They're still in the tropical part of the same bar. (laughs) They just walk to a different table. They just leave her alone at a different table. Fuck. She's just crying at a table alone. Uh, it is, I do think it's worth noting that they did wait for, like, until after the parents had left the party, so it was just, like, Jason's brother and Jason's friends, and then they're like, no women. Why are you still here? Yeah, mm-hmm. so they, like, it seems like Jason knew he would get called out on his shit. Interesting. And to your point, he had been openly mocking her at the table and doing yeah. impressions of her as, like, a shrill, demanding. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It was bad. It was very Ugh. uncomfortable, yeah. And it gets worse. So oh, now no. they're like, I hate this. now they're talking about relationship stuff. 
they're all drunk and his friend's like so how do you feel and then Jason like screams at his friend drunkenly across the table I'm scared shutless and then they're all like hey man like you got a good girl there you need to you gotta put her first all of you motherfuckers were egging him to leave her at the table yeah and then he's like totally being gaslit by his bros dude seriously Um, i do want to also call out the fact that as soon as they sat down at the second table um and ordered their next round of drinks it was not a round of shots it was a round of giant tropical drinks like slushy Um, drinks (laughs) so as they're having this whole drunken meltdown at the table there is for sure a fishbowl in the center that has four very long straws pointing in different directions I really want to get a fishbowl drink, so if we can get that, if we can make that happen soon, I'd love that. Personally. Amazing. All right, so Ryan uh, gives him some advice, which is don't fuck it up, after he helped him actively fuck it up. Cool. That's, that's um, solid. Yeah, solid advice. Thanks. Thanks, bro. So then he pulls out his phone to apologize to Cassia, and he texts her, Cassia, dot, 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 it's me. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I just don't know what, what why. <laughs> she, like she has your phone number saved, right? <laughs> just buying himself some time. <laughs> so he, he does go on to say, "I miss you." Dot dot dot. I'm sorry. And the timestamp we see is ten twelve p.m. Oh wow! And he is blasted. Yeah. Like, so gone. Yikes. I mean, it's, it's probably good that he got drunk so early. <laughs> Yeah, you can sleep it off before the wedding. And so, like, it shows them, like, in bed the next morning, and she's wearing a shirt that says, You're so idiot. (laughs) And his shirt is a picture of his own El Camino. And brown brown cargo shorts, of course. Oh, it's ugly. And then, so they're talking about the, the argument from the night before, and he says, It all worked out in the end, and we're a better couple for it. And as he says this, she just looks away, dejected and resigned. So sad. Oh, boy. Um, so she has to go get her hair and makeup done, and her family couldn't make the wedding, so she's super Aww. sad to be alone. Mickey looked up this place where she oh got God. her hair done. She's getting her hair and makeup done at the Untouchables Hair Design. Mm-hmm. Walk-ins are welcome for their $25 blowouts. Hey. Treat yourself on that wedding day. How much do you want to bet she was a walk-in? Oh, God. I'm so sad for this wedding. I mean, do you think Jason's going to pay for anything? No. He might pay for the $25 blowout. Yeah, that would be about it. Yeah. So. You know how many Playboys he had to sell to get that blowout? <laughs> that doesn't even factor in the cost of the makeup at that price at point. Least, at least four. Assuming that Cassie didn't find them and throw them out. <laughs> That's true, true. too. Oh, uh, okay. So now we get to see the boys getting ready. And of course, Jason has like a group of people with him helping him, which is... So sad. Yeah. Um, and then his dad asks him if he's ready to back out. And then his brother makes a joke about checking Cassia's phone records in case she <laughs> wants to leave him. Wow. So he can get a heads up on it. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, this whole family is so cynical and <sighs> sad. So they hop into the white limo from the Mardi Gras. Oh, I got a limo, though. <laughs> got to spring for that limo. The white limo. Oh, is that more? Maybe. I just think it's, like, trashier. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, definitely. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. like, just get the black limo. Just get the classic black limo. Why do you want the 80s white limo? 
So they get into this white cocaine limo <laughs> to the best wedding chapel in Vegas. Hey. The drive through and walk up chapel. <laughs> so no reservation required. <laughs> no reservation Loves required, walking, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now we get to see like Cassia in her dress. She's got all of her hair done. She's got her makeup on and honey baby. Oh no. This dress is so ill fitting. It is like it's just gapping oh, everywhere. There's yeah. no tailoring on it. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. She has so much hairspray in her hair that it's just like crunchy looking. Oh. And because she has the really bleached front blonde ends and the dark roots oh. pinned up, it just looks like she's wearing fake hair that's the wrong color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some do. Uh, she's of course got her signature lip color. That frosty pink. We love the frosty pink, baby. Frosty pink. Um, So Ron says he's going to walk down the aisle, and then they have a big big hug, and he says that uh, he would marry her. Yeah. God, Ron. It started out so sweet with Ron, and then it just got, like, really creepy really fast. Gross. Can we not? Like, you can can see the woman's belly button. Don't tell her that you would marry her. Wait, you can see her belly button? Yeah. Okay, oh, so her dress is a low cut. Okay, so it's like a oh. lace dress and it has a sheer panel down the center, but because oh. it's not fitting, the panel is just the rectangle that was sewn in, and the rest of the dress is just also still a rectangle that's slouching around everywhere else. Oh, and you see a full belly button. And like, cool. I'm surprised it doesn't go down to like actual, like it goes down pretty low below the belly button, so yeah. like, pubrisk. I'm gonna say. Did you say pubris? I'm guessing she doesn't. Have oh, it. is pubris when you have pubers to show your pubic hair? I think that she doesn't have any. She's pubes. got the Brazilian because she's Brazilian, yeah. but still, like it oh, goes low. So pubris. You see a lot of belly button. <laughs> Do the Brazilians get Brazilians? Is that a thing? I don't know. Let's don't ask know. some. I know a Brazilian. I'll ask. Okay, I mean, where do you think it came from? I don't know. I don't know. There's an over-sexualization of Brazilian women in this country. So I'm just saying, I don't know. That's That's true. If it actually came from Brazil, if it's actually, I'm asking a legitimate question. Is it a Brazilian thing to get a Brazilian or do we just call it that because we're racist? Let's find a Brazilian and ask the locals. We should always be questioning our beliefs. Yes. And re-examining them. Exactly. Um, Okay, so now they're getting married. They have beautiful vows. Mickey, take it away. I was going to oh. talk about pubic hair more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it offline. Fine, fine. All right, you want a really beautifully uh, beautiful sentiment here? This is Jason reading his vows to his wife-to-be. I, Jason Hitch, affirm my love for you. You will be my true best friend. <laughs> Yay! The rest is so boring, I didn't write it down. <laughs> he also promises to respect and love her. I highly doubt that. Yeah. I that, disagree with that. He's already doing a poor track record there. Yeah. So they do the th- yada, yada, yada. They do the thing. They hug and they kiss. And then, like, she pulls him in close for a big hug. And then we can see a disgusting open wound zit on Ew. the back of his neck. Ew, no! Stop! Like, Ruined dead center on goes. his spine. Sick. And then he's high-fiving everyone as he leaves the venue. This is the worst wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the white limo ride to no. the best uh, chapel hate, in Vegas? I hated all of it. I need a shower. You didn't, you didn't love the cloud of hairspray that we had to walk through to get there? Nope. 
Well, let's talk about Danielle and Muhammad. Maybe they've got something better for us. I mean, I need a palate cleanser of some kind. With Now we're with Danielle and Muhammad on their wedding day. Yay. Muhammad has left the immigration lawyer's office. Oh, <laughs> and He was uh, like, can I just hang out here? For a little while. Staying out here till after five when my wedding is supposed to take place. So Danielle's in the makeup chair at her house, uh, getting her makeup done by her sister. And she's saying it's like, this has been one of the worst mornings of her life, waiting to find out if he would go through with it. And can you imagine getting your hair and makeup done, not knowing if it's going to happen? No, I hate it. So everyone around her is like doing all the stuff for her, but they're also saying like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, is this a good thing that yeah. you should be doing? Is, is he even going to show up? I mean, really? Do you even want to be here? And is he going to be there? We just don't know. And then her sister says, you know what's more expensive to get divorced? Excellent point. And then, like, we cut to the daughters who also are saying they don't think they should get married and they don't think that they love each other. Yikes. And, uh, and now we get to see Muhammad getting ready. Um, and he is with Paul... Uh, Daniel's brother-in-law and um, basically like Paul is the only person there with him and Muhammad's a little like down in the dumps because it's hard to not have family or friends around you when you get married and uh, yeah obviously obviously obviously. (laughs) when you're so in love and you can't wait to get married Muhammad gets dressed and this is the first time I think that we actually see like the closest thing that we see to tailoring on this show a suit actually fits Muhammad really interesting yeah. yeah did they do you think the network paid for that tailoring i don't think so I, yeah i think he brought it with him everyone mm. else has been so poorly dressed <laughs> like they didn't let's step in there. let's talk about that or is he just have a suit body i mean i think it's a mix mm-hmm. i think it's a mix of it i don't know what that means i just made it up so, you just, got a body like a hanger. Like, yeah, you just, just got a body like one of those nice plastic rounded hangers. So Muhammad, as is tradition, is up first waiting for the bride. And he says he feels super pressured because Danielle's late. Everyone's staring at him. He's used to being at weddings with 200 or more people. And there is a good 15 at most here. Mm-hmm. Like a solid 15 people that look like they just wandered in out of Walmart. I was surprised there's even 15. Uh, amongst the crowd, we do see a small child and he's recording Muhammad with what looks to be a T-Mobile sidekick phone from 2014. Nice. And I want to say that this phone is black and neon pink and it matches the kid's shirt. So it's definitely from T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, like, impressed with the kids, like, color coordination to match his <laughs> accessories, you know? So clearly, those are his favorite colors. And so, or he works for T-Mobile. <laughs> that child definitely works for T-Mobile. Child labor. Uh, we get to hear real quick from Angie, who is Danielle's friend, and says that non- 90 days is not enough time to decide, and says, statistically speaking, there's a 0% chance of this working out. That's the speech she gives at their wedding. <laughs> Well, well it's not, not a, it's wedding, not a speech, but, but it's just in their talking she says it oh, nearby. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. She does say it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. 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 And so now we get to see the bride come down. Corey, her son, decides that he is going to walk down the aisle and he's patting himself on the back about it too. <laughs> of course. And he's walking his mother down the aisle in khaki cargo shorts. Oh, God, come on. And a striped polo. You can't even be bothered to put on pants. 
You can't even put on dress shorts. Like, <laughs> don't have a big bulk on your for your pocket. Cargo shorts should be illegal unless you are actually in the jungle. Four pockets are enough. If you're listening, if you still own cargo shorts, please get rid of them. So Muhammad has strange feelings seeing Danielle walking down in her dress. <laughs> He does not elaborate on what these strange feelings are, just that he has strange feelings. Horror, (laughs) disgust, fear, (laughs) anxiety, (laughs) yada, 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 now they're married. Uh, Man, I'm always wrong. You can kiss your bride. And Muhammad says, I want to say something about kissing. I'm not allowed to kiss in this time. It is Ramadan. And apparently, according to Muhammad... It is not acceptable to make kisses outside in front of people. <laughs> so she gets a kiss on the cheek. Lovely. Oh, no, no, no. She doesn't get a kiss on the cheek. She gets to kiss him on the cheek. Ah. Um, what yeah. a beautiful wedding day. Great. I Okay, we couldn't confirm or deny that fact on Google because it seems like there's some varying opinions. Interesting. But what we do know is you could have told the officiant before the ceremony. Yes. You could have told your partner before the it, ceremony. Literally anyone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Good job thinking on your feet, though. At the, uh, at the reception now, the, the sister made the cake, and then she's got a little talking head segment where she says that she thinks that they'll last two years on the low end and three years on the high end. I'd say two years is a generous estimate. Very generous. So now we gotta cut that cake. So the bride and groom cut their slices of the cake using a clear plastic knife and fork. Nice. Happy wedding. This makes me so mad because you can go to Party City and buy plastic cutlery that looks way better than this, right? Make it look a little bit nicer. Plastic cutlery is also just a giant problem. Yeah, so that's that's their wedding. Congratulations to their wedding. That sounds great. Isn't that fantastic? So romantic. Yeah. And that's well, all of our couples. That's our couples, and that leads us to Dumpster Fire of the Week Awards. But actually, Mickey, we have something else. Oh? We're actually not done with Daniela Muhammad yet. What? There's more? Does he kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks after the wedding, their electricity gets shut off because oh. it didn't get paid. Oh. <laughs> and Muhammad left. And where'd he go? We don't know. <laughs> so... We get to talk to, like, the daughters, and they're all saying that Muhammad is weak, and that it's not fair that he gets to leave and they don't. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. Totally. And then her sister comes over, and you know, like, she looks like the cat got the canary. She looks so pleased with herself. Whoa. And it's like, not the time. Muhammad? We all know you're right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Put it away. Yeah. Also, we already knew Muhammad was a piece of shit. Come on. So they have this conversation about what's, what happened and all of this stuff, and I honestly cannot tell you what this conversation was because all I could look at were the curtains on the windows <laughs> that are like little shorty curtains. Like they just barely cover the window. You look like you're in prison. They look like you just got them out of the bag. There's creases everywhere. I was very distracted by it's these curtains. All you missed was Sarah was basically trying to prepare her and just saying like, you know, he went into the wedding with doubts. He found an excuse to go. Yeah. So if he doesn't come back, it's going to be okay. We love you and we're here for you. What you need to start doing is preparing for the reality that he may not come back. Yeah. And that even if he does come back, he's useless. Yeah, you should question it if he does. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he comes back. Doesn't 
contribute in any way. He came back. Good job. He comes back after the electricity comes back on. Good. Yes, excellent. He's watching from across the street. <laughs> He's waiting to see that light switch back. Yeah, come pretty much. Was like, and then when the producer is asking Muhammad for like his side of the story, like, where were you? What happened? Where did you go? He just says that he's free and he can do whatever he wants. He can go wherever he wants. And he's not forced to explain why. Yes. Don't you know during Ramadan, I can go wherever I want. Everything that's happened to him is enough. He's done. And we're done. Good job, Muhammad. We're done with season two. Yay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Rest in dumpster fires. Okay, so that does lead us to the real dumpster fire of the week awards. Yay! So what that means is right now there are going to be persons, places, or things that we deemed were the absolute trash moments of these episodes. Ashley and I are each going to nominate our two picks, and then Rachel, you're going to decide what or who was the worst of the worst. Yes. Ashley, take it away. Who was the worst for you? I love judging. (laughs) Okay, so my first contender are brothers Chuck and Nick and the passing on of the sex tiki torch. Yeah. Absolutely inappropriate. Also literally on fire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so right there. we don't need to go on. Yeah, that was like, this literal. is the winner. That was an appropriate use of the word literally. <laughs> For once. For once. Was. <laughs> the one and only time in the last 15 years. <laughs> so that's my first... I would, I would like to nominate Chelsea uh, getting ready for her wedding in which she has a curling iron that she, <laughs> she has a curling iron that she can't that she use. bought, never practiced how to use, and is surprised that she doesn't know what to do with it on her wedding morning, and so it creates and or sustains a total meltdown. Get your shit together, girl. Yeah. Yeah. My second nomination, this is the brother episode. My second nomination is... Ryan, Jason's brother, for all of his tasteless green card jokes. Just like the fucking audacity of this man. Like, people can have motivations outside of wanting to be an American. My next nomination is going to be the moment at the bachelor bachelorette party at which they decide to ditch the bride where she is completely alone in the city and country so that they can continue drinking tropical drinks at the same fucking bar a few feet away. Yeah. Now, Rachel... (laughs) I feel these are a strong selection, even if they heavily veered towards Jason by accident. (laughs) We're going to ask you, drumroll, please. (laughs) This is is really hard. It's pretty bad. This This might be one of the hardest dumpster fires of of the weeks that I've ever had to choose. (laughs) That said, I have to go with the actual flaming torch of the sex torch. Yeah. We need to start oh, keeping a scorecard. Oh, I would man. like to do like a tournament style photo and yeah, showing this one over time. No. Yeah. Alright, well just a reminder, there are no losers here in the dumpster fire because they're all losers here in the dumpster fire. Yes. Touche. Con- congratulations, Sex Torch. You live to fight another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should do all a sex, little a tournament style. Oh, oh yeah, the end we'll figure out which one is the dumpster fireiest. <laughs> yeah. So we all need a palate cleanser after that. Yes. Let's go. Let's spotlight the baby love from the episodes that we've watched. Aww. Our baby love is a person, moment, or thing for whom we would tote their eggs, allow them to harvest the American dollar, and who is more than 55% attractive to us. Baby love. We can't afford oh. that. Oh, sorry. Oh, boy, yeah, that that's out. a good point. All right, Mickey, who is your baby love this week? Uh, I'm going to have to pick... 
It's hard because it's like all of Justin and Evelyn's wedding. It was very romantic. <laughs> Jin was fucking smiling. Dark Jin was smiling. Martha was beaming. That kiss was really Aww. sweet and nice. Like, it was just all around. For, from this guy, like, not wanting to tell anybody that he was even dating anyone to, like, he full out had 30 people at his beachside wedding and was beaming about it and being, like, such a hammy, romantic boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm very happy for them and I love Evelyn more than I love Justin, but I love them both. It's very sweet. They're good together. Yeah. Aww. They're good together. And my baby love this week is Brett's defense of his bride to his mom. I love how emotionally mature he seems and is able to communicate his feelings and emotions succinctly and with regard to the person he's talking to and how protective he is of his like new bride and how he knows that that is his family and his future. So we're going to do something new since we are... At the end of the season, we're going to have a Rachel reacts to the tell-all. So we're going to come back after the magic of editing. We're going to watch the tell-all and then have Rachel react about it. As the title suggests. (laughs) With the magic of editing, as we've just mentioned 10 seconds ago, we watched the tell-all. What are your reactions, Rachel? Okay, it's... Just so wild to see the people that you all have been telling me about for the past however long we've been recording this season because life happened. Uh, There's a flat circle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it's so interesting to like just put faces to a story. That was the best part is just seeing the different couples and so then with hearing, reconciling it. Hearing our previous descriptions yeah. and then seeing them manifest mm-hmm. into reality. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Was there like a weird disconnect? How did yeah. they Yeah. Up? So it, it's, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Uh, I think you pretty much nailed Danielle and Muhammad. Like, <laughs> if anything, you didn't quite give me the full <laughs> horror of what that train wreck was. <laughs> Like, there was a lot we left no, out. Terrible all around. So bad. That is not love. Whatever it is, I don't know what's happening. It's an agreement of some sort. But it is not what you would call love, and they were both living in their own little delusional worlds. Brett and Daya. Daya's lying about her age. She's <laughs> way older than 29. Okay, you're I'm sorry. super rude. She lives. Okay. There is no way that woman is younger than me. I'm going to say, she lives in San Carlos City, Philippines. She probably has less access to the things that we have access to and has lived a different life that hasn't afforded her the same quality of care that we receive. I honestly, when I look at diet... But it's also hard because it was filmed like this is an older season, right? So like when I look at her, I see like really powdery makeup mm. style and yeah, all those things totally. like age her. And like yeah. show lipstick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's like some kind of like pale eyeshadow that like again makes you look a little bit older because yeah. having white eyeshadow on is maybe not great. Anyway. Are you trying to tell me something I'm that my white, white eyeshadow, eyeshadow is ugly? <laughs> Just kidding. It's time. It's cute. Well, look, we know that you're... Are you trying to tell me that my turquoise eyeliner and white eyeshadow okay. is Ashley not is trying to embrace her Latinx side, and she keeps wearing this white eyeliner. 
She's wearing it right now, and the problem is that it's the shape of Cassia's eyeliner, which is an overlong, skinny <laughs> you guys, eyeliner. We're so mean about Cassia. She is not that ugly. Okay. okay. You made her sound. We never yes, said she was you, ugly. We said she was a butterface. <laughs> and she is okay, not. That's, that's so unfair because, like, her I whole look I during the that. season. I mean, I think I said that, but, like, during the season, she had... It was a rough Frosty, look. curly hair. Yeah, no, the hair was bad. Frosted pink lipstick, which yeah. they did not let her wear in the tell-all. There it is. Oh, That wow. reads Florida, dude. That pink lipstick. Yeah. Oh, I just pulled up a pasty. picture to show Rachel what she looked like during the show. And I think Rachel can agree with us now and Yikes. stop harshing on <laughs> us for harshing on her. Well, you still said she was ugly. You know what? I apologize to Cassia. I'm sorry, girl. Um, <laughs> you had a reaction to somebody else's hair in this tell-all. Oh. <laughs> the white boy. Danny. Danny. His hair is not great. It's too high maintenance. Calm down, Danny. Well, he, that, but again, what, this is 2015? Yeah. So, yeah, he had that nice barbered cut that was like, <laughs> stop. Just, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do that. He's like a very, like, clean-cut yeah. Christian boy. Amy. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. She is... And so stately. She is Michelle Obama. She yeah, she is everybody. Michelle like Obama Regal Jr. Yeah. Like she very straight back, yeah. like very composed, just gorgeous, stately. That's yeah. only a, a politician esque diplomacy like oozing from her, and yeah. then that accent. Oh, South the African South accent. Africa, yeah. is so cool. Danny is a lucky man to. Put it mildly. How did you feel seeing the flashbacks of Danny's father reacting mm. to Amy? Angry. I mean, how did I feel in a word? Angry. It's so unfortunate. It's so sad to watch. Yeah, I think we tried to convey as much as yeah. we could. And you, you did a good job. But it's even worse seeing it. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm getting all sentimental. It, <laughs> see, they, they seem to be genuine, you know? And it speaks a lot to just their relationship and that they're both willing to work on that and that they were beyond diplomatic about it. Mm-hmm. But it was unacceptable, in my opinion. I mean, the way he was talking, like... I have very just, little patience no for that myself. For that. We shouldn't... Even giving it airtime is insulting to a certain extent. I have cut people out personally for saying yeah. less than that. Yeah. Everyone just watch out for your own mental health. You mm-hmm. don't have to keep people in your life just because they're related to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And and that's what I mean that it's a testament to them mm-hmm. as individuals and as a couple. It's just that they seemed in a really good place with it. And it was like... Wow, I would have been like, yeah, fuck him, he's racist. Mm-hmm. Racist piece of shit. Goodbye. Get out of my totally. life. Totally. So before we move on to our next segment, do you have any last thoughts about the tell-all? Oh, Chelsea and Ymir. We didn't talk about Chelsea and Ymir. Thank you. That's, I, that was my next thing if you didn't bring it up. Because okay. you had a very strong reaction to something that happens. Okay. Gross. That's your one word gross review. Yeah, no, they're both gross. She's benefiting from the magic of contouring. He is gross and not talented in that song. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Oh, his little freestyle? Yeah. Everyone clapping unrhythmically. All ten people who are confused. That was, I was very uncomfortable. I was very sad for that. Yeah. No. No. Hard pass. 
Oh, and then at the very end, I also observed that they had the couples segmented and clearly the good couples and the bad couples. So we had fucking Danielle and Muhammad. Nope. And then Jason Cassia also, nope, she is playing him so hard. He is creepy. And I'm surprised he hasn't strangled her yet because uh, he looks like a serial killer. And then you marry Chelsea where you're like, okay, young, gross. Just, no, young it's not and gross. happening at all in any way. And then on the good side, we had Brett and Daya, who are very sweet, even if she's playing him about her age, but clearly <laughs> love each other. And then Evelyn and Jason, right? Uh, Evelyn, and Justin. Justin. Evelyn and Justin. Evelyn and Justin. Boring, Jason. but equally attractive. She's she's hotter than him, but but he's who amongst us holding it down, you know. So like, I think they're he's good. going to the gym. I think they'll actually make it. And then he's an Alec Baldwin type. Yeah, exactly. He is. He's chubby Alec Baldwin's brother. Yeah. And then Amy and Danny, who are clearly adorable and gonna make beautiful babies. Yeah. And, congratulations to them and I'm sure they're doing fine with the sex torch <laughs> with the sex torch <laughs> I'm wondering do you have a who le- was uh, our dumpster fire winner of the week mm. so oh good point oh god well, congratulations Danielle Danielle and Muhammad are your least favorite yeah because yeah. I wanted to ask best and worst couple for you so yeah. it sounds like worst couple is real easy yeah <laughs> yeah no, Danielle and Muhammad worst couple by far hands down yeah. your favorite yeah. couple oh I'm, Amy and Danny Amy really sealed it for me though yeah, yeah. Like Amy more than Danny. It's like 80% Amy, 20% Danny. That's fair. I agree with that. So, Rachel, earlier we talked about your predictions of who made it. Oh, yes. Here's what we find out. Now we get to figure out, are they together? Are they still married? Where are they? What are they doing? What, six years later now at this point? Seven years later. Yeah. We're perpetually stuck in 1984. (laughs) Okay. Ymir and Chelsea, you said that they were... Divorced. Divorced. All right. Let's check it out. They divorced in December 2017. Yeah. Whoa. Called it. Nice. She is now living in Colorado. Oh my god, of course. She's one of those She's dating some guy in the military now. And he is in Chicago working on his music career. Okay, Amy and Danny, you had previously said... Together. Well, they are still married. They have three children. Yep. They moved to Texas mm. and have started a church. There you go. That's a thing? Okay. Uh, Brett and Daya. <laughs> that's a choice. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a thing. Brett and Daya, you previously said that they were still together, right? Yes. That's right. They're still married, Yay. and they had their own baby together in 2017. Aww. As just a little side note, he was laid off during COVID, but she was an essential worker, and during that time, he committed himself to being a more loving and attentive husband and father. Aww, see? So cute. I love it. <laughs> Justin and Evelyn, you said that they were still together. Yes. They are still married. Um, That's basically all the information I could get. They're living the good life. They're happy together. No. Good job, Justin and Evelyn. Okay. Jason and Cassia. No. Divorce in October 2018. Prior to divorce earlier that year, he was arrested for domestic violence charges when Cassie had called the police on him. Oh my god. Oh, gross. Oh my god. You could see it in his face, too, is the Uh, bad thing. He was crazy. Yeah. Those fucking eyes, dude. He's an incel. Yeah. Wait, did I say they were still together? I actually think my original note said that you said yes. Oh, damn. But your instincts upon further view. My, yeah, yeah. altered. Yeah. Once you saw the separation you of it. the couches, right? yeah. you changed. Yeah, yeah. good point. 
Which brings us to Mohammed and Danielle. You predicted no one no. Please no. Oh, I was wrong about they did go through the wedding. Ugh. They divorced in 2017. Yeah, yeah. It has been a really famous, ugly, and dirty breakup that actually launched the 90 Day franchise. <laughs> Including binders of evidence that she took across state lines to throw at him. (laughs) Also including uh, that she told the entire public that he said she had a smelly vagina. (laughs) Oh my god. Among so many (laughs) other... So many other awful things they've done to each other. (laughs) They just deserve, they deserve, that's the problem is they deserve each other. They're both terrible, but they also clearly don't love each other. Well, on the plus side, they have rekindled their friendship. Mm. Uh, Muhammad is a certified long haul truck driver. Sweet. And that's what he does for a living. He's gained 30 pounds. No. He looks, he actually, the last time I saw him, he looked like Gary Oldman in Fifth Element. Oh my god, that's right, oh my god, oh my god. He had that whole shaved weird, like, triangle thing oh, thing, no. and like, so you thought Danny's, like, tell-all haircut yeah. was bad, the shaved side, right? Muhammad's Muhammad was worse. Oh, Gary no. Oldman in Fifth Element. And it's oh, more no. modern. Oh god. And, uh, Danielle has actually just gotten her, li- like, nursing license. Great. That's who we want taking care of people. So, well, I want to say thank you guys for going on this journey with me. (laughs) Thank our audience for going on this journey with all of us. I know this has been a long day, a long recording, a long everything. All that being said, everyone on the internet, everyone in the airspace, you can follow us on Instagram at Trash Rats Podcast, on Twitter at Trash Rats Pod, or you can email us at Trash Rats Podcast at gmail.com. We've got music boys. We got music husband boys. We got <laughs> tween beats and creep. For our intro and outro, please check out our uh, link tree on Instagram for more information about that. And thanks for listening. Remember, life is trash, <laughs> and, and so, so are, are we. we.